Welcome to another Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I'm also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. This show was created to put your skepticism of the unknown to rest and to make spiritual sense. Today on Go Beyond the Veil, we are delighted to have light language channel and sound healer Irene Ingalls on our show. Irene is the founder and owner of the Seattle Sound Temple. She's an alchemical sound healing and light language practitioner and a longtime community activist and organizer. Irene began her training in soul healing and sound healing in 2004, studying with master alchemical sound shaman and teacher Tom Kenyon, as well as master teacher and sound healer Jonathan Goldman. She is a fully trained alchemical healing and Reiki practitioner, and her work is deeply steeped in the wisdom teachings of the ancient Egyptian mystery schools. Irene has had a private sound healing and light language practice for 15 years, working with clients one-on-one and in groups. Her vision in the development of the Seattle Sound Temple was to create a space where the arts, both healing and experimental, can thrive and be shared with others through a multitude of offerings. The Seattle Sound Temple also hosts spiritual retreats and pilgrimages to sacred sites in Egypt and Peru each year. These special journeys are led by Irene, along with other teachers and guides who have intimate understanding and knowledge of these sacred sites. Working closely with indigenous healers, shamans, and tour guides, they create exciting spiritual quests that are transformative and life-changing. Light language is an ancient and futuristic form of communication used for lifetimes. It is a channeled cosmic language that distributes sound and energy to convey messages interpreted by the heart and speaks familiarity to your soul rather than to your programmed hearing and brain. This allows you to consume information differently by expanding your senses. Light language is expressed through many different forms of translation, whether it's binaural beats, physical pulses, physical movement, mudras, channeled, audible vocals, and even written symbols. There is no direct word for the word translation for light language. Instead, it can be described as a compilation of energy that is digested quantumly within. It is about how the transmission makes you feel rather than how you think about the information or sound coming through. The purpose of light language is to shift your energy to a higher octave. You can feel this when tuning in. As your energy rises through your senses, your brain is triggered into a gamma state where you become receptive and let go of control of your senses, therefore allowing your frequency to shift to expand your mental, emotional, and spiritual capacity. This then allows you to tap into a realm of wisdom, healing, regeneration, and activation. So there's more to come on this exciting show. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. 
Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Family owned since 1986, Stargazers, a unique metaphysical bookshop, offers a large selection of precious gems, jewelry, candles, sage, shamanic drums and rattles, oracle cards, incense, and more. Plus, you can find a variety of healing goodness from some of the best healers under one roof, such as tarot and oracle card readings, spiritual response therapy, data healing, and energy work. Located in Bellevue at 12727 Northrop Way, Suite 10, Stargazers provides a foundation for healing, ample wisdom, and resources for starting or continuing your spiritual journey. Stargazers, making sense of the stars and everything esoteric. For more information and store hours, go to stargazersbooks.com. That's S-T-A-R-G-A-Z-E-R-S books.com or call 425-885-7289. That's 425-885-7289. Welcome back to this episode of Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Join us here on KKNW every second Wednesday of each month. Also join us every second Sunday at noon on KBKW as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having light language channel and sound healer Irene Ingalls on our show. Hi, Hi Irene. Irene. Hello, everybody. What a pleasure to be with you today. Uh, I'm so we're excited. very excited to have you on the show. And it's a beautiful day outside. It's stunning. It is absolutely stunning. So, Irene, how long have you been a sound healer and light channel? Well, that is a, a really great question. I've been a sound healer uh, since 2005. At least I was certified at that time with Tom Kenyon, but I've been enamored with sound and singing. And, you know, I was the kid who was humming in the class and toning in the st- stairway at school, um, as I'm sure some of your listeners are also. And I um, was got involved, I think, with light, light language quite early. So I've been writing it and painting it for the, well, it probably started about 40 years ago. Didn't want to date myself, but I'll just tell you that. <laughs> well, you look amazing, so I don't know what you're talking <laughs> Thank about. Thank you. So can you tell us how you would define light language, especially for someone that may be unfamiliar with that term? You know, I, I try to do that every time I um, have a group and it comes out different every time. And you did a beautiful job 
uh, earlier in the show, but the way I, I think of it, the easiest way to define it is that there are multi-dimensional languages and dialects as there are around the earth, but there also happens to be throughout our entire um, you know, multiverse or solar system, or if you can think of it that way, but also down to the earth, the plants have songs and the indigenous people uh, learned so much from the songs that the plants would give them. The Devic kingdom, like the fairies and the, and the gnomes, and uh, they have their songs with the rocks, the stones, the trees have their songs. And all you have to do is literally tune in and listen, breathe with them, and, and they'll give you their songs. So light language is songs of light that come in through um, really tuning in. What, how else I would describe it? It's a very high dimensional language that's understood through the heart and on a soul level. When you say there, when you say um, songs of light, do you mean energy or how? Like, what does that mean when you say light? You know, that's a. Uh, I think of it as energy pulses, and everything being vibration. Even speaking with you today, and everything that we hear, it's there. It's specific tones that come through when you're connecting to any of those sources, um, and your higher self too. When we're humming or singing that hold this intentional uh, information. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it, it makes me think of, as you mentioned, that there's a dial and you just need to turn the dial and tune in. And, and there's lots of different languages, as you available. mentioned, across the world or across the universe. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I, um, I don't know if you've looked at the Book of Enoch, but one of the things I learned from that book that thrilled me is that the five light languages that are still here on the planet, um, planet Earth that we know um, are early, or the original Chinese and Hebrew, the Hebrew letters that are also called the letters of fire letters, ancient Egyptian, Mayan and Sanskrit, and all of those, you can see a little bit of what light language symbols look like when you look at those languages. So can you tell us a little bit about your first experience with light language? You know, my my first experience is varied. The first time I heard it was um, Danielle, my, one of my teachers and now dear friends, Danielle Rama Hoffman would speak it. So I knew it was light language. I was painting light language when I was quite young and I knew it was special. Didn't know what it was called or if anything. So when I had patrons who would be really attracted to the symbols in my painting ask, I the best I could do was I would say, you know, I'm painting at three in the morning and I can feel like these symbols are coming from the stars. Or sometimes what maybe three or four times I said ETs and then I lost those clients. So I stopped. <laughs> I stopped saying that because <laughs> a long time ago, it you couldn't even you know people were not open like they are now, which is a beautiful beautiful thing to be able to talk about. So, yeah, so it sounds like you had kind of some idea of what was happening. Mm -hmm. I did with the symbols. Uh, and then when it opened up for me, uh, I, I, I would draw the symbols always in my sketchbook. And then I went through this idea after um, 
having profound experiences meditating in nature in really beautiful spots that were important to me, I had this idea of writing the light language from those particular places. So I literally would sit in what felt like a power spot to me and breathe, connect, meditate, connect to my higher self with my sketchbook in my lap and start to draw the symbols of that place. And I've always been a little bit shy. I speak quietly. I'm working on that. So when it really broke through for me, it was sitting in a, a spot at this Tibetan retreat center in Colorado on sacred indigenous land. I found a power spot and the surges that came up through the earth just went through my body like a fire hose. And, and as I was writing the symbols, my hand sped up at probably top speed. If it got too much, I'd stop and the, the energy would stop. And then I would take a breath and I'd start writing again. And all of that went right up through my throat chakra, top of my head, and I started blurting out light language. And that was the first time I started speaking it. <laughs> and thankfully, I already knew what it was from my dear friends and teachers who I'd heard it spoken. Um, and that's really when I made the, the connection between the writing and the speaking. And that was my kundalini opening up of my voice. And then I was, I couldn't keep it down. So when I would do energy work with people, I was afraid of scaring people. So I would try to hold it back. But that was like, again, like trying to hold back a fire hose and, hmm. and you know, had to really get over um, the fear. that feeling. Fear of yeah. people, again, walking away. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Does everyone experience light language in the same way, or does it just differ from person to person? You know, I think people experience it differently. Some people um, speak it. Some people write it. Some people dance it. And some people sign it with their hands, which, you know, I, I, I do sometimes when I'm working over a person, signing it and bringing it in. Um, some people see it. A lot of people will see it when they're in meditation as symbols raining down from above. And they, that's, I think, where another term for the light language comes from, because you can see them glowing against this back, dark mm -hmm. background. Um, so some people will, will, that will be their experience. They'll, they'll see it. Yeah, and I can relate because it's starting to come in for me. And that's exactly how I see it. It's like it rains in like these gold etched letters almost like from Lord of the Rings is how I would yeah. describe it. Um, but I, I am in the same boat. It's like, you know, I don't want to speak it to all of my clients. I don't want them to think I'm insane. So I can absolutely relate to that. So can you describe the process as how you use, you connect to this information? Yes, absolutely. Uh, originally, you know, I would do exactly what I was saying. I would set the intention to connect to the writing of it. And I think that to this day, I think that's an important step is having the attention, intention to connect and asking for that and being at peace. I usually do a, a clearing of my mind with just by connecting to the archangels around me, or I like to connect to the violet flame of St. Germain for clearing myself. This can all happen instantaneously. I ground, I expand my auric field around me. And then I have the intention to 
connect to the light language. And when I'm working with people, I'll start by humming or toning. I use the, the crystal singing bowls as, as a singing partner and to set that, that sound field. But uh, I, I recommend people just sit with that intention, connect. And when I used to teach it, I would have people practice in the shower. The bathtub is a fantastic place because <laughs> water, water um, is, a, is, an, is a really good um, conductor for, for sort of electrical energy because we're everything, we have this electric body. So toning, singing, humming, and if you want, start to speak sort of nonsensical language to open up your throat chakra. And, and then I, I want to make a, I want to say that you can tell the difference when you're speaking nonsensical language and you're making it up, it has a different feel than light language. So when the light language comes through, you can feel it like a pulse of light coming through you. It, and then it's not something that you can make up. It's, it's flowing through you. It's a distinctive difference. But to open your throat chakra, sing out um, speak babbly language, just open it up. And then when you want to sit with it and bring it in, have that intention and just see what happens. And how do you feel each time that you speak light language? Wow. I, um, I feel, I feel calm. Um, I can feel the different energetic pulses from the different uh, vibrational beings. Um, I, I, uh, I feel, I feel like I'm in my perfect place. It, it's a feeling of everything is, is right. And, um, and, and sometimes it comes pretty hard when, when I have a client and their, their guide or, um, an angelic being or a teacher of theirs who's been waiting for this person to get into this space, <laughs> you know, will come through, it'll, it'll come through sort of like a slamming into my body and it's not uncomfortable, but it's, it's like a loud knock on the door, mm -hmm. boom. And then afterwards, uh, you know, and I think to remember all of us is that we we are sovereign beings, so you can always ask, you can always ask it to taper off, um, be a little bit easier on your body, or you know, I'm done, and thank you, and it'll 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 fade off. Yeah. So on that subject, you know, what types of beings are you channeling through light language? Now, I do several things like last night in the um, sound bath that I do every Tuesday night. Last night, I did something that I don't usually do. And I asked, I called in the Hathors and the Arcturians to work with us. Um, we were working with cellular light in the body. And, and there, you know, as soon as you call in any um, higher, somebody's higher self, you know, or a light being, or an angelic being, or a vibrational being, perhaps you might say, um, there's an aspect of them that is is uh, like they they have to come, you know, like they come immediately, but they only come when asked. 
So it's like your guides are standing by thinking, you know, I wish they'd ask because I, I could really help out on this right now. So I ask and or I just start working with a person and I can feel into their, their like I'm feeling into their field and wherever they are, they're going to get just the right amount of what they need in, with sound, um, never too much, uh, although the guides sometimes will like to push people a little <laughs> bit, you know, so they remember who they are and the beauty and the power that they are. Yeah, I've had that experience with you before. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious, how do you know the difference? Like, is it, there's a feeling or a quality? Yes, absolutely. There is a feeling, a quality, and some, like, I strongly resonate with the Pleiadians myself, but one of the things that I find uh, maybe is unusual, I'm not sure, but I, I will meet different beings through the different people I work with. So sometimes there are beings that often that I've never encountered before from different um, universes or planetary systems or they're, they're teachers of, that happen to be connected to the person I'm working with. I will, I can ask, uh, but I have to be careful if I ask too much and I go into my uh, left brain, then I can lose, lose myself, but you can easily get back. So, so, so I'll ask, I'll be inquisitive. If I ever feel that the being that we're working with is not in this person's highest and best interest or not of 100% light, Christed consciousness, I can tell that and I'll ask them to leave right away because sometimes that happens. And how do I know? Um, you just get a feeling. So, so just ask in your, in your mind's eye. So are you understanding what you're hearing all the time? I'll get the gist. Sometimes I get pictures. Um, I, will, I will get, I'll know when it's a language, of, uh, a message of love for this person. I can tell if it's a teacher. Uh, I can, so I get, sometimes I get image, images, but, but I'll get um, clairsentient and clairaudient. So I'll get the feeling along with, the knowing and the word. Um, okay. So, so, so that when I'm teaching this, I tell people whatever word pops in your head, um, you might think that is crazy. But if it keeps coming back, we have to learn how to accept it. Like this is Magdalene speaking. Mm, I'm not so sure. Oh no, this is Magdalene speaking. Like, Okay. <laughs> and I'm curious, I think we talked about this a little bit in the intro, but does it matter if people understand? No. People, people, it doesn't matter if they understand um, because it's benevolent. They can feel the, the sense of it in their heart. I've had, I've had, I've had people jump up from the, from the table, you know, I work on a massage table and they're fully clothed and whatnot. So they jump up and say, oh my gosh, you just sang the song that I heard all my life growing up, maybe about 10 times over the years. This is from an adult. And other people will say, I knew exactly what you were gonna sing each next from word to word. Mm. So people recognize it because it's, 
of their higher self for them. And I just, I'm always in awe. (laughs) Yeah, it just validates it even further. So, well, with that, we're going to actually take another break, but everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at esteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. U-R-A, skinandmind.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y. R-E-I-C-H dot com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Welcome back to another Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, as well as Instagram, and check out our podcast on SoundCloud. Today we have the pleasure of having Light Language Channel and sound healer Irene Ingalls on our show. So yeah, before the break, you know, we were kind of talking about your experience when Light Language comes through. Um, I'm curious, what are the benefits for the client? You know, um, the overall, 
everybody will get off the table and feel very relaxed. And um, so that relaxation, a lot of people come in with anxiety and that goes away. I've had people, um, even in the community sound baths, come back like a month or so later and say, you won't remember me, but, you know, I had tinnitus and then, you know, I work over well, it, it's gone, you know, it's gone. And you know, so it really, it's a collaboration between uh, the two of us, myself and the person I'm working with, um, what, what they're asking for. And, and uh, I, what are the benefits? I've, it goes all over the place. People mm-hmm. who are regular clients uh, feel like they open up I've had some clients actually start speaking light language on the table when they're ready um, because that was one of their intentions. And Yeah, it sounds like it's just pretty open-ended and depending on the person and where they're mm-hmm. at. So do you give your clients homework with the light language? You know, I do. If I, not all the time, but sometimes I will uh, write symbols for them during their session and send them home with those symbols that are personal to them and the instructions are to write write them trace them in the air sort of like what you you were saying sakura that you do you know writing uh using your hands but these are their symbols so they can write them in the air around them or draw them in the dirt with their foot or walk that path on the beach or um so is that almost like a continuation of the session and reinforcing the like anchoring it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then I will give them the assignment of toning in the shower and like clearing this, this their chakras by starting low. And Rory knows what I'm talking about, you know, uh, just toning up with the vowel sound up through your body in the shower every morning and clearing and finding a spot in your body where you're a little bit rusty and working with toning so i give shower ex- <laughs> homework and- <laughs> <laughs> that's great and it's good at opening up your throat chakra too absolutely yeah so let's uh change course a little bit and how about you tell us about the seattle sound temple and how and why and when did you decide to start it you know it came in that came in like a lightning bolt but it, the beautiful story about it is um I had my own set of balls that traveled with me to Egypt uh, several times and all over had been in the Great Pyramid. And I I felt really attached to those balls. And I've had over the years, many people and maybe other people have had this said to them too, say that I was playing too small. I needed to be bigger. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? (laughs) Yikes. So uh, this one Winter solstice night, uh, I broke my balls. I did, but it was a complete accident, and I was, I was uh, horrified. I, I just, I was, it was terrible. But through those three balls breaking, the sound temple came into fruition because I contacted the bowl makers and told them about who I was and what I did, and and in like a lightning bolt, I knew. Hmm. I was going to sell bowls in Seattle. And then again, I thought it was going to be in my basement in my house. And and it kept getting bigger and bigger. 
all the funds came in. Uh, the like I worked with my um, husband at the time, who's a carpenter, and we built it all out and designed it and opened it up with thirty bowls on the shelf. And one of my dear best old friends, uh, Allison, who works still works with me, she she broke her hip and um, started to was uh, I was. She was healing in my house and I needed help and, and it just grew like a seed and all because I broke some, those three, my first set of balls, um, you know, it's, it's like everything always working out. Yeah, absolutely. And something that you're attached to breaking and letting go of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a beautiful place. Rory and I both have been there. Yes, yes. For a sound bath. It's, I mean, you set the bar incredibly high, both at the location and your practice. Yeah. So how does sound tie in with light language? You know, they really go together like bread and butter. Um, because as we were talking earlier, you know, sometimes like, priming the pump, you start to tone or use your voice and that opens up your voice and the light language can come come through or the song of the tree that you're sitting with, perhaps in the woods. Um, it, it's also another vibrational tone. So if somebody didn't even have a singing bowl or an instrument to do sound healing, you always have your voice. So your voice and that sound uh, the light language is another tool, really, to to lift uh, and elevate and create binaurals, too. Sometimes a light language will create binaurals with a singing bowl or um, while you're humming or you learn how to use your, articulate your uh, vocal cords. And I'll tell you what, spirit will sing through you. And that is what it feels like. Well, you'd asked earlier, what does it feel like? That's what it feels like. You know it when spirit is singing through you. Hmm. Yeah, I find it's very blissful when it comes in. Yeah. Peaceful. Well, Irene, you are going to share with us a light language live transmission. So we're going to do this and end up, you're going to go ahead and do your transmission. Then we're just going to go out into a commercial. Um, But if you would like to partake, I would ask that you please refrain from driving and operating any heavy machinery. And anything else they should do or not do, Irene? Well, I find it, if you can, just take a moment and close your eyes and take a couple deep inhales and exhale out and come to a peace, place of peace and just close your eyes and listen. Wonderful. Great. All right. It's all you, Irene. Okay. Are Tarishmarakiahandai. Nari Motor ka a, iya tarisan na ha, 
Blessings to all. Shiniaha, Shiniaha, Shiniaha. Family owned since 1986, Stargazers, a unique metaphysical bookshop, offers a large selection of precious gems, jewelry, candles, sage, shamanic drums and rattles, oracle cards, incense, and more. Plus, you can find a variety of healing goodness from some of the best healers under one roof, such as tarot and oracle card readings, spiritual response therapy, data healing, and energy work. Located in Bellevue at 12727 Northrop Way, Suite 10, Stargazers provides a foundation for healing, ample wisdom, and resources for starting or continuing your spiritual journey. Stargazers, making sense of the stars and everything esoteric. For more information and store hours, go to stargazersbooks.com. That's S-T-A-R-G-A-Z-E-R-S books.com or call 425-885-7289. That's 425-885-7289. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R dot com. Welcome back to another Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I am transformational coach, 
author, and your host, Roy Reich. Today we have the pleasure of having Light Language Channel and sound healer Irene Ingalls on our show. Hi, Irene. That was great. Thank you for that. It was, it, it was pretty exciting over here. <laughs> yeah, so can you tell us a little bit what was happening on your end? Well, uh, I, what was fascinating was the, the we talked earlier about that feeling of you know, having that coming into your body. So this was a, this, this, um, this vibrational being was excited to come in and pushed in uh, pretty, pretty hard. So did they cut in line? <laughs> they cut in line because there was a big, there's a big line here. And what was cool about it was um, that it had, you know, it's a feminine, it feels like an ancient feminine energy. It has, she has a, a ancient earth quality. Mm-hmm. And the, the message, she was excited to, and really clearly understood that there there's an audience, you know, <laughs> a radio audience. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm uh, glad that you shared that it was a woman because I was picking up, I kept getting this image of a Siberian elderly woman and, you know, back to like the ancients with the shaman. That's what I was getting. That feels, that feels very, very correct. Um, and, and what I, you know, the message, the message that a lot of uh, the light beings are sharing right now is that our world is changing and we are de- we are we're walking really in into this fifth dimensional um, experience, and to not be afraid, and that this is this is for, like from her perspective, this is the prophecy, and we are we are here walking and bringing this in right now, and to to be courageous and to stand in our heart truth and be fearless, of not, not like not to be afraid. Mm. Um, and and that that this is we, this is why we're here right now. And um, it's a beautiful uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of uh, changes uh, this year. <laughs> yes, Hopefully more and more to come. For the better. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. So, Irene, can everyone access light language? Yes, and absolutely, everybody can access it. It's. It's, um, and I think that's why everybody recognizes it on a soul level. And it's so could you absolutely. share like a few simple steps to start? Yeah, I think, um, you know, oh, I think we were talking earlier about water as a conductor. I, I would say if you have a bathtub to start in a body of water, if, you know, if you're in the ocean in a warm place or you have a warm pond to swim in, but we all hope, or a luck, the lucky ones of us have a bathtub, uh, to be in the bathtub with a candle lit and just start humming and using your voice and connecting to your higher self and asking your angels to um, sing with you. And you might just start by singing and the singing will change and just let it flow through. If you ever are scared at any moment, it will, it will, I mean, this benevolent, nobody wants to be, um, it's not about fear. So it will back off if ever it's too strong, you can ask it to come in a little bit slower for you. Hmm. Uh, I, I tell people to hum when you're walking down the street 
and and especially when you're feeling really happy and blissful and happy, so hum and sing. And that when you're at that higher vibration, it's easier for those things to pass through because I think it's in our atmosphere at all times. Uh, so really we're just tuning in. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, everybody can that, speak yeah, it. Having that intention and, and giving yourself that space and, and then trying to and tune letting in. your family know that you're going to be doing this before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe be Don't in worry. private at first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, so I wanted to spend some time talking about the spiritual retreats that you host, and how did you start these adventures? Oh, I was so blessed. I was, I was uh, blessed to take two trips with uh, my dear friend Danielle Rama Hoffman and her husband Friedman Schaub. Uh, back, I don't even know now how many years ago, um, maybe 15, 16 years ago. And it it was life-changing. As you know, Rory, you know, you went on that trip to Egypt. Yeah, you went to Egypt. So jealous. And Peru. They're both, but Egypt is my favorite. Egypt is stunning. And, you know, it's really life-changing. So uh, that happened. And then uh, uh, one of my other teachers, my alchemical healing teacher, Charlene, a few years later, asked me if I would co-lead with her, and I, I was, I was so honored. I was like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. It'll be fa- fantastic." And so, really, Charlene taught me. I co-led with her for a couple trips. Uh, she, she really taught me to get to not be afraid of stepping into that role, because once you understand how to be uh, with the temples and with those. Um, in those places. And of course, Hatem and uh, who, who is my brother there. And he, he runs all the, he makes all the land things happen. He makes a whole trip happen. So, uh, you know, I was free to lead and hold the space for the group. And you learn how to open the temples and then everybody has their own experience there. Can you talk about that when you say you learn to? <laughs> who taught you? You know, uh, how, who teaches you? You teach yourself. You just, it's, you just ground yourself. You, you open your heart. You have a sense of the place already. It was, it was nice that I'd already been there uh, twice as a, as a participant. So I knew what that experience was like from that end. And I also, had um, in the, the experience of like what when other people did what uh, were the most um, influential feelings or how it would open up. So the main thing is is honoring the space, uh, saying hello the same way you might with your guides when you enter the space, and um, from your heart you open and you ask and you honor. And then you wait. And then as it opens up, it's like waking a sleeping friendly giant, mm-hmm. opening up the temple. And once it's turned on, you just, you just, uh, you like are in the, the energy or just like a, a conductor co-conducting with spirit in these power places. It's so would you say the main purpose trust. for these retreats is to awaken and activate yes absolutely and the fine print we always joke 
uh, should be, your life will never be the same. <laughs> yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, part of what makes this so special is that you have access to, to areas that not everybody does. That's true. We have private time in the Great Pyramid and in Isis's temple. And our the last trip we took, right before lockdown, we um, we went to some other pyramids um, and we had private time there just because Hatem, our you know my our guide, knows how to get us in when there aren't people there. Um, and and when we can tone and sing and pray in song in the temples, because actually it's against the law there. Hmm. Um, so so when you have private access, you and you are working with spirit, literally doors open and some close, and you have to learn how to be flexible. Because um, the the dynamics of the group also and the group's karma will will open and create new experiences every time. So even though I've been there eight times and and to these same police places and a few extra more, um, the group dynamic will, will open up and I have different experiences every time. So do you, do you think light language is becoming more and more prominent and why? It is. I think people are opening up to it because well, because like go beyond the veil, the ve- the veils are th- are getting thinner, and and people are um, seeking and searching and open um, to to sp- the, the the music that is are surrounding us. Uh, oh, I don't know. I just think that people are more and more having this experience, and what's What's interesting to watch is um, some people are confused by it, but as soon as they go online, because we have the internet, they can they can learn about it and find out what it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the amount of information that's available now mm-hmm. is just astounding compared to where it was even ten years ago or fifteen years ago. And would you oh. say too, the light language is really connecting us to ourselves and our source? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Which I feel a lot more people are doing right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they're also being introduced to it, right? Yeah. And so, you know. And having the time for it. So can you tell us, you, you host group classes, right? So what is, why is it more beneficial to do a private session or is it than doing a group session? You know, a private session is beautiful because it's all about you. You are 90 minutes focused on you and the bowls go on your body and it's like getting you to um, to vocalize sometimes, you know, you don't have to. Um, and it's, it's a treatment for you specifically. In the group classes, which are the community sound baths, um, there'll be 12 to 14 people in the room. And, and because it, it, sometimes there's like a common denominator um, that happens and, and people, and, and I'll walk around the room and work over each person for like, I don't know, 60 seconds or so or more, uh, individually. And I, I get people's intentions of what they're working on. Uh, but it's, it's more of a group and, and, uh, less, per- oh, less nice. personalized. <laughs> yeah. 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 So how can our listeners, uh, book a session or contact you? 
Well, if they look up Seattle Sound Temple um, online, we, we will come up right away. Um, and you can book a private session there. You can even book a free consultation to come in and look at the singing bowls as we sell the crystal tones, the singing bowls. You can see, uh, I would recommend if you're interested in classes to get on the mailing list so that you're the first to know when we start opening up to our classes again. Oh, uh, wonderful. Trips. Well, that, thank you so much for being here today. It's my pleasure. I just love speaking with both of you. I just love you both dearly. And thank you to Eric, our lovely producer, KKNW, and our newest affiliate, KBKW. Don't forget to subscribe and like our podcast, Go Beyond the Veil, anywhere you can find podcasts. Love the show? Follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram and tell your friends. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. You can find me at RoryReich.com. Tune in every second Wednesday of each month here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. and on every second Sunday on KBKW from 12 to 1 p.m. for more Go Beyond the Veil where we We make make spiritual spiritual sense. sense. Did you know that there's power in the number three? Not only is it the number that our brains remember best, it's also the triad, as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end. So it represents wholeness. What better way to absorb information than from the power of three? Coaches, Sakura Sutter, Rory Reich, and Brenda Reese on the Conscious Coaching Hour. This brand new live show airs the fourth Wednesday of every month from 2 to 3 p.m. These three intuitive and transformational coaches will reveal their own life experiences, share candid conversations, and offer up advice using their individual spiritual gifts, intuition, and intellect to help you overcome the challenges you may be facing in life. No matter where you are, the Conscious Coaching Hour will meet you there and shed light on the things that matter most to help awaken your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life.